you just graduated high school. You're so excited. You're sitting on the top of the world and the world has influenced you to make you think that college is the next best thing three months after finishing your high school diploma. So what do you do? Do you have any clue of what direction you want to take your life? Do you just want to follow in the footsteps of what society is telling you? Do you want to just pursue college, repeat high school for two years in college, and then at the age of 19 to 20 years old, make a decision that could influence the rest of your life as far as what are you going to do for the entire rest of your life? Are you willing to make that decision wherever you are at right now if you're older than 19? Are you going to look back and be like, wow, I definitely had the ability to make a decision on that? Or... Will it take you to a different place where maybe you could share some wisdom on your old self and be like, wow, I definitely could have made other decisions because today we're going to look at, are you making the best decisions with the most calculated results that you possibly can? And then moving forward to make the best decisions for yourselves at all times. Let's jump right into it. It's time to take a break from your day and let us build it in a positive way. This is Break and Build with Brad and Billy. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. You welcome back. crossed the decade. We were at a decade last time. We're at episode oh 11 goodness. now. Uh, today, we are kind of just going over to go or not to go. That's why I titled this. Uh, college. <laughs> uh, we have different outlooks on college. Uh, the mindset of when we were young and college is completely different than what it is now. So we want to kind of just talk about and discuss where we were at and where you, you know, as a person that's going to college or was in that could have been in a mindset, uh, how to reflect on it, how to make decisions Mm -hmm. on just everything. We kind of started going over, you know, career stuff in the past. And this is obviously your first step to like that, that career path and like what you want to do and everything. And so, uh, let's start with you, Billy, you know, you're in high school, graduating Mm -hmm. college is your next step. Do you like, do you want to go to college? Do you feel forced to go to college? What is, what are your thoughts on, on it? Yeah. So at the time I was in the system, (laughs) what I mean by the system is you go to school, you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college, you get a job based on what you did in college. Right. So that's kind of the system that is set up for our society. So at the time, before we start reflecting, I guess we'll we'll take it in this direction. I did. I actually didn't want to go necessarily. I wanted to go and pursue professional skateboarding. However, I spoke with my parents about it and other factors that were involved and basically came to the conclusion. I don't think I was as strong-willed as I could have been. And I definitely could have been more strong-willed at this point. But I chose to go to college right after high school. So, I mean, just think about it, guys. You graduate at 18, 18 years old is when you're going to college. And what is college supposed to set you up for? The rest of your life. Like you are supposed to be taking college, right? Then you repeat high school in the first two years. And then you go and make a decision at around 19 and a half of what you think you want to study to set you up on success for the rest of your life. And I don't know about you guys and where you're sitting at in your life. Hopefully some of you guys are younger and you can maybe use this as reflection from looking forward into our lives. Or if you've already done this and maybe you can now look back and be like, wow, you know, like it's just, it's crazy to think that our system is set up in a lot of systems to just keep pushing you through school to then make a decision of what you want to do for the rest of your life because you're so young. Yeah. Like you have so much life ahead of you 
And just looking back, like how different of a person, not even including college, I was at that time. You wouldn't, if I, if that person was sitting here and I was sitting next to that person, you probably wouldn't even think we were the same people. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So like what, what happened with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, college crossed my mind at one point in high school and that's when I was doing architecture stuff. So I wanted to do architecture, become an architect. And I was working for a structural engineer at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved everything about that and I really wanted to do it. And then there was a situation in high school that super put me off. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was a big interaction with the teacher and kind of holding me back. I felt held back. Um, I was learning Mm -hmm. too fast, too fast for my own good, I guess. And school was boring. We did mention in another episode. Yeah. Like, like school was boring for me. And so, you know, I had this blowout and then I was like, all right, I don't, I'm not going to do architecture. I'm not going to do this anymore. I just don't want anything to do with school. And so I just, so if you, if you pause right there and you took away the fact that you felt like somebody was holding you back, do you think that you would have, if somebody would have pushed you and been proactive with you, do you think that your trajectory would have been different? Yes. A hundred percent. I probably would have gone to college and been an architect. I would have a completely different career path because I was like gung ho going for that. And that's what I was doing mm-hmm. until that incident happened. And I felt like I was not going to accomplish anything for the next year and a half of my life. Right. Um, Dude, it's crazy to think about that one small interaction with a teacher or somebody yeah. of a higher power can literally alter the trajectory of your life. Yeah. I would like, I, I can literally play back. Wow. Like step by step, exactly how it happened. And I went to my counselor, I dropped a class and I had nothing to do with architecture or structure engineering. After that, I stopped my internships. I stopped everything. It was done right there. It just, it mm. was done. And, um, so I just started working and I was, you know, I became a workhorse and I was basically like, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to open my own businesses. I didn't know what I wanted to do or anything like that at that time. And working at a car wash just kind of opened my mind. I was like, I, I, I was obsessed with cars. That was like my, that was my hobby through high school was cars. I was wildly obsessed with them. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I could do something, you know, with cars and open my own garage and soup up cars and just race cars for a living and stuff like that. So um, I, I had this just mindset of I wanted to do something with cars. And I had an opportunity of a family friend investor. Really, literally, I graduated high school and months later, I had my own garage for, you know, detailing cars. Um, and we specialized in like high-end cars like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and BMWs and Mercedes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that, that just got my foot in the door of doing my own business. And that was the first business and the first thing. And, uh, I just didn't really have an interest in going to college. And then that kind of just set me up even more of like, I've been a manager in my jobs so far. Now I've, I'm owning my own business. I can set my own path in this world. I do not need somebody to dictate what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's crazy. So it almost seems like looking back on my life, I'm sure you probably feel the same. It's like these situations that we just spoke about that I asked you a question, how like one person can alter the trajectory of your life. It almost feels like like that's intentionally placed by like universal forces Mm -hmm. that we may not understand whatever you want to talk to it as that it's like, you know, I'm going down this path and I'm super ambitious and passionate about it, which I know that you've always been that way. And I've always known and highly admired that in you that if you would have gone down that path, maybe it would have led to a lot of investment and a lot less fulfillment rather than what you 
ended up, you know, it's like you come to this fork in your road, right? Like similar to happened to me with skateboarding and soccer, like fork in the road. It's like, do I go and play high school soccer on the team that I made or do I go and skateboard, right? And we get put in these situations and the trajectory of your life like could be like imagine you right now with a, you know, in a in a a nine to five where you're, you know, suited up and going to businesses like, you know, that that's not not what I know of you. Not Mm -hmm. that I, I know for a fact that you could do that as well yeah but I mean, it's, it's cool to see it's one of those things where you go you know where do you end up oh okay you go to school you let's say you know you go and i become an architect instead and it's like right there's two options then that you run into there right you either go and you work for somebody as an architect mm-hmm. and you're doing exactly. these structural drawings the same drawings over and over and over again for buildings mm-hmm. and houses like it's rinse and repeat with very small changes most of the time right so yeah, like yeah. you're just doing this grindy grotty work from every day in and out. Sure, you're gonna get paid a lot of money for it, but is mm-hmm. it fun? Is it boring? Do you enjoy it? No, it's not for everybody. But then you have the other path, and it, which could be the really, really cool architecture path. Like you're designing custom homes or custom skyscrapers for crazy corporate companies. Like mm-hmm. right, like go go design Google's headquarters. Like that would be insane, mm-hmm. right? Like that would yeah. be that would be absolutely insane. And like anybody would love to have like that opportunity. But there's no that doesn't just happen, right? So right you know, to get there and make it through, through the world of this corporate and political, you know, just corporate bit, like all companies are kind of like that in some way. I don't even know what the words are for it, but it's like, you got to go play the politic game. You got to go meet the right people. You got to network correctly and do all these things. And, and yes, do you end up where you want to be? Are you happy and stuff like that? And, uh, you know, to some people, money is just going to make them happy and they're going to sit there and they're not going to care what they're doing. And they're mm-hmm. just going to be like, money, 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 money. I'm happy because I can just pay and do whatever I want when I'm not working. Right. I my, I don't function like that. Um, I, I need to no. be doing what I want to do and like to do every day because if I don't like it, then I'm just going to be depressed. It's as simple as that. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, I don't want to get up and go and do this thing over and over again. Instead, it's like, I get to go work on a video game. All right. Like I can do this all, all the time. Like 10, right. 12 hour days feels like five hour days, right? Um, so it's, exactly. it, it's completely different. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, so if we it's take nuts. that, that strategy that you just talked about and we start going into college, like for me, and then we'll, we'll bring it back to here. I just went straight into college, repeat two years of high school, which I think is crazy. And then, you know, at 20 after partying, they're like, you know, what do you want to do for your rest of your life? And you're just like, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I was just absent to that fact that like, I'm going to college to get a career for the rest of my life. Or I just didn't really think that because of me being a skateboarding, uh, wanting to be a professional or whatever that is. But just having that type of decision at that age, lack of maturity, lack of like more, less, less lack of maturity, but more lack of experiences in life. Right. Like I ended up started, I chose accounting got my accounting degree is all I would do is literally memorize what I need to know. I would take the test. I would get an A, you know, I graduated with almost a 4.0 GPA and I knew nothing, but I had a GPA and I had mm-hmm. a piece of paper. And then I, I was interning at the time as well during my junior and senior year, tra- uh, going to the city three times a week on the train, making decent money. You know, I'm in college and I'm making decent money so I can start doing some more things, which is really cool and a rewarding feeling. But you know, going to an office and doing repetitive work and sitting in like a closed space had, you know, I, I knew very quickly that I couldn't do this for a long period of time. And like, it's just, I think that's why me and you have been 
friends for so long after we, we reconvened is that we kind of have that same interest in mind that we're not we're not going to be told that we can't do something and that we have to be stuck in a place. Yeah. Right? And I think I think when you were saying like you didn't know what you wanted to do, right? You're you're put this decision. Okay, what do you want to do? Which direction do you want to start learning or going into? I think that there are some people that will very clearly know what they want to do. And I think that I a lot of that comes from some life altering or thing that has happened to them in their life up to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. For example, if you want to become a doctor, a lot of times things like that will stem from something that happened in your life. Like a fam, a family member passed right. away from cancer and you want to go and help other people not go through that. Right. Or go and find a cure for it or whatever it is. Right. That's just an example. Mm-hmm. There's, I think that I'll when, give you another example. David, yeah. my brother is a chiropractor. And I went to a chiropractor because I was a skateboarder. I then got my spine realigned so that I could continue skateboarding, that I couldn't skateboard. I was 14. I could barely walk because my hips were misaligned, found a chiropractor on my own free will, took my family there after I had found it at 14 years old. My brother had the experience. And from that moment on, he wanted to be a chiropractor and is a chiropractor today, went exactly through school, exactly how he needed and loves it. Yeah. So it's like when when things align themselves like that, you're going to have a very clear path, but the second one thing gets thrown in there and, and sets it off, your, your path is going to go somewhere else. And then you have everybody else who is just like, I don't know what I want to do. And I think that this is, this is where a lot of, pro- I'm going to say problems. Maybe it's not problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say problems in just like college and going into a career happen for a majority of people is you're faced with this decision. What do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going to college right now because I'm told I have to do that. I'm partying Mm -hmm. because that's what there is to do because I'm stuck in a dorm and there's nothing else to do. And I don't know. And you want that piece of paper so it leverages your life, right? Yeah. So now you go, oh, okay, well, what can I take? I'm just going to take business. Everything in the world is business, right? I'm getting a job. It's a business, right? I'm just Mm going to get a degree in business. Marketing. I'm just going to get a degree in marketing. Everything is marketing, right? So you you, you just go like, what is the most generic thing? that you can just fly by the seat of your pants, get a piece of paper that says you have it, and then move on in a career. You might not have any idea what that actually means or what those jobs actually do in the real world. And then, so it's so like, do you agree with that or, or do you disagree with that? Like, like when you're faced with that decision and then I, how many people just go like, oh, I'll just get this degree because. Yeah. Right. No, I totally agree with that. So. I just, I want to also like, I want to be careful when we talk about this because I have opinions, you have opinions and there are opinions. And so if this doesn't resonate with anybody, make sure to like, you know, just follow your own intuition. I can't, you know, I think we're all after uh, advice in life, right? We want to find the answers. And I feel like the answers often come from internally, not externally. You can get sparked to have a decision or something that might, you know, ignite you in a different direction, but always follow like that feeling in your gut when you're going to go and make a decision. It'll either feel like, and you have to discern it at some point or another, is it going to be a scary decision and that's what you're feeling? Or is it something that's like, it's not the right decision for me, right? So, but going into that, um, yeah, I, the, the one thing that really st- uh, kind of made me think about college differently was when I was interning and working and I was getting paid for it, there were two students, uh, Lucas and I think it was Michael that came over and they were from Germany and they're 18 and 
they were interning in a bunch of different companies that their friends' parents worked in or whatever or had connections in, and they weren't in college. So what they were doing is basically going to different locations around the world. And yes, they were a little bit more privileged than a lot of people um, in the ability to do that. But I think that the, the the value in this isn't doesn't have to be as elegant as they were allowed or able to make it happen. And they were just going and interning specifically for free in jobs that they thought they might be interested in. And when I heard that, and I was 21 at the time, I was like, cognizant enough to think back like, wow, you know, I'm in a, a month, a semester to two semesters away from getting my degree. And, and I'm just starting to get into the work that I may mm-hmm. potentially be doing after I've done all this stuff, right? Like we talk about, we've talked about, it's like, just find that thing that you may consider like you want to do and then find out what the day-to-day of that specific thing that you're going to invest time, money, effort, resources into. And I know it's a lot to take into, but if there's parents out here listening to us too or future parents, you may be able to direct your kids in that manner where it's like, just let the experiences of life then you know reflect on you. Like, is this the type of work like you talked about? If you're going to go and do... Uh, if you're going to be an architect, do you want to be that nine to five grinder? Are you trying to grind it out? Are you trying to get a different, you know, own your own business? Like just go and see what those things look like and what the work entails and then let that dictate. Are you willing to make the investment in this to then get this outcome? Because you're also not, you know, obliged to being an accountant like me. I'm obviously not an accountant, but at the same time, I paid all this money to get this accounting degree and all this time and effort and yes there's tons of value in the structure and everything like that and the and you know that it also additionally proves that you can follow rules and get things so it makes it look good for other companies but i don't work for other companies <laughs> right so it's like you have to line up what you think you're going to like and what your personality is and what's going to make you feel fulfilled and like if you're a person that it, that loves to do the 9 to 5 structure thing there's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of opportunity out that. But if you're somebody that's more like me and Brad, where it's like, you know, we kind of have to have our own free will and pursue things like that's important, too. So I think that figuring out what type of person you are from an early age and future parents would be great to just be starting to be conscious of this for your kids, because in my opinion, and I'll give you an example of this, how fast you can change your future generation. So where we're I'm at right now is Naperville, Illinois, and I'm going to be moving soon, but we'll take this as an example. In Naperville, Illinois, it's typically a privileged uh, Caucasian type demographic. Yep. And so what happens with that is you have a lot of children that are given a lot of things because there's a lot more money. And when you're given things, you don't work as hard for those things because you expect things. Then also you have into the fact that there's a lot of drug abuse because there's a lot of extra money around here and a lot less things to pursue. And you're teaching your kids to just have complete expectations that they get whatever they want. So then also you're, you're teaching your children to be resilient. And so there is a new demographic that has been coming in and it's been the uh, more of like the Indian um, culture because they know that if they can interject themselves into this good school system their kids can go through this school system in 10 years the trajectory of their family maybe being slightly disprivileged coming from india and getting into a good school system teaching their kids really hard work and then trajectorying them in a new direction they can change their life and their family so fast so that's why i'm saying for parents and future parents like 
it's so important to be conscious and put yourself in an advantage situation and just teach your kids life skills because if you can just do those things and let them be themselves, like life is going to change so fast for everybody. And I think that the world would be a lot more happier and fulfilled and have a lot less drama and angst and turmoil in it because everybody's living for their higher purpose and what they're actually wanting to do as opposed to what they're forced into. And sometimes when you go through college, you can be forced into something because of debt. Yeah. And that's a good point is you're going to college and you're paying all this money, right? So now you're, you're saying, okay, I'm going to go to this school. I'm going to come out with all of this debt. The way I look at that is kind of, there's, there's two areas of it. The first area would be at any point while you're in college, if you feel like you need to change your degree, you just need to do what it takes to do it. If that mm-hmm. means that it's going to take you another year, another two years before you're out of school, is that better or is that worse than living your entire life doing something you don't want to do or not having a degree that you want to have? So you have mm-hmm. to look at it like that. And even now in like a position like for myself, right? If I needed to go back to school for something now, it's not the easiest thing. But if it was something that I had to do for my my career and my next steps, it's something that I would start to do. But I would be able to take very specific things because I know what I want to do now at this point. So you always have these opportunities to go back and relearn or change your degree or do additional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, school can be never ending. Um, and so it's like, just be very cautious on what you're picking. Don't be afraid to change it. You know, you might be in your last year of college, finish off your degree, but then if you need to go do another two years on something else to get what you actually want at that point, then go and do it. If you start working, and you don't like your job, quit your job and go back to school for two years. Like sometimes you have to make sacrifices like that tip for yourself. So like, don't be afraid to do it just because whoever in the world doesn't want, want you to do it. Um, just, Mm -hmm. just, just do that stuff for you. And, and for me, I looked at it as I don't want to go and spend money to go and do something I don't want to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to work. And one thing that I have seen, and this is not for everybody. Okay. So like, don't say like, this is for everything. Like I'm talking for you, like your average type of degree this is not like if you need a doctorate or any like special degree like that like not for like a lawyer or anything this is like your marketing degree your business degree your very standard degrees that like you just get and are very generic what i've seen is a lot of people go and get those and they come out and like they don't know what they're going to go and do with with that they don't know what job they're going to get like okay i could go and do marketing for whatever company okay well most of the time, the companies that you want to go work for don't just require a degree. They require five plus years of experience. So you just got out of college. You have no experience. Maybe you have an internship experience, right? You've got this piece of paper. You've got an internship. You're applying to all these companies you want to work for. Oh my God, it'd be so cool to work here, work here, work here, work here. Three plus years experience, five plus years experience, you know, eight plus years experience because it's a senior position. Like, Now you start getting hit with all this stuff and you go, man, I got no experience. What do I do? Like literally, what do you do? So now you have to go find a job that is literally nothing that you want. And and that's what's going to happen. It's like, okay, I have a business degree. I'm going to have to go and be a manager of a retail store to start to get experience. And then maybe work your way into the corporate side and be using your marketing degree now to be marketing. Okay, now you have 
this management experience. Now you have this marketing experience. It's eight years later in your career, right? By the time you get there. Now you can go apply for those jobs you wanted right out of college because now you have the experience and you have the degree. So like in my mindset, I go, okay, college sets you back from this work experience thing. So for me, if you're going to college, you need to be working in the field that you want to do and you need to be getting the experience because if the best thing you can do is walk out and say, I have internships at this place, this place, this place, this place, and I have a year experience literally doing marketing for this company. And like, that's like the best thing you can do is get the work experience while you are in college through mm -hmm. internships at big high profile companies. Because if you can get experience at big high profile companies, like just an example, right? I'll, I'll say like video games, for example, just cause I could list them off. Like if you're like, oh, I had an internship at Blizzard. I had an internship at Riot Games. I had an internship, you know, at 343. Everyone's like, mm -hmm. you got three crazy different internships like you're in a really good spot, right? You know, you know that, you know, that field pretty well then. So now you have that on your, on your resume. That's really good. Um, but if you want to go and get stuff, it's really hard, like to hire brand new people for a lot of positions because you get thrown into the fire and they don't want to have to train you in a lot of stuff. Like you're not going to be a cashier at McDonald's, like where they're going to sit there and train you for two months. Like it's, it's that's mm -hmm. just not, that's not how the world works. It's, it's literally like you go on a job, they're hiring you from the experience that you have, and they're expecting you to pick it up in the matter of days of like, okay, here's what we're doing. You're on your own, like have fun. And that's just like how it is most of the time. Like imagine if, you know, you need an artist for something and you hire this artist that has no experience, but they have a degree in art. It's going to be wildly different they've never drawn, right? So you've never drawn anything your entire life, except what you needed for school. That's, that's all they have experienced and they got a degree for it. Uh, that probably isn't plausible. It's probably not plausible, but just, this is like a drastic experience you can visualize. Okay. So I go to art school. I've never drawn anything except for my classes, right? First of all, you're not going to pass your classes if you do that. Uh, <laughs> but just, just so you can see how drastic it is. Imagine hiring an artist for a company or for a project or something, and they don't have a portfolio. You have no portfolio to show. You have no work. All you have is these 10 school projects that you've worked on. Are you going to trust them? Are you going to hire them? It's basically saying, I'm going to have to teach you how to draw now. I'm going to have to teach you how to concept. I'm going to have to teach you how to do exactly what I want. You don't want that. You want somebody who has thousands of stuff behind them and you can see all their different art, all their different styles. And you can say, okay, I need you to do this for me, right? If I go and say, I need a character of myself drawn, I shouldn't have to tell you anything else besides that. You should come back with a character of me, right? It shouldn't have to be like, oh, I want it to look like this. I want it to be like that. No, like you're the artist. You should know what you're doing. So imagine doing that for any, any position out there and having to like baby step, walk people through it. So what mm -hmm. I'm getting at is it's really hard to go and get a job doing what you want to do when you don't have the experience. So unless you have connections, like you're thrown out in the wind most of the times, right? Like if I, it, that the architecture for an example, if I went and got a degree in that while I'm going to school, if I did not do in, if I wouldn't have done, if I didn't do any internships, if I didn't do any networking and I come out of college with an architect degree, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go apply in places. and I'm probably going to struggle because for them to hire a new 
architect that is green out of nowhere, they're going to have to like babysit you a lot and they're going to have to double check mm -hmm. your work and they're going to do all these things versus if you have four to six years of internships and working for a company. And then hopefully at that point, what you're doing, right, is you've internship for five years with a company and you're coming out of the gates with a job with that company. Like you want to mm -hmm. set yourself up for success in that way. But in those like standard degrees, like going and doing an internship for marketing, do they really need to hire their intern? Not really. Like they really don't need to. So it's like, mm -hmm. unless you're very specialized in these skill sets, it's hard to go an internship and get hired. Um, there's just, there's a lot more senior people out there that, that are going to take those jobs from you. So it's, it's really hard to just go to school, do your thing, come out with a good job. You need to go to school for something specialized, or you need to go to school and be working in the industry that you want to be in and internshipping in it to set yourself up for success. Um, otherwise you're going to come out and you're going to be like, thumb up. I don't know what I'm doing for the next three years because I'm just applying to jobs and hoping I find something. So, um, it's like you're in college. You don't know your plan. You randomly pick, I want to do this. And then you come out of work and you don't know what you're going to do. So you randomly pick a job. You're just, you're not setting yourself up for huge success. And at that point, um, you're almost better off to wait, start working and doing what Billy said, right? Go and work at places, go and internship at places, figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. And then be like, all right, I'm 21 now. I've tried out these five different possible career paths. I can go to school now. I mean, heck, yep. you might do that. And that company might pay for you to go to school if they like you enough. Like, right. I've seen that happen. It happens. And the cool thing is, is if you like, if the, the college route is for you and you're choosing that while you're doing these internships, right? Like, I'm not saying not to start school. What you could do, really feasible option, is you go to a college, uh, like College of DuPage, what are they? The, the little, community college for the community first couple colleges. of years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just take like, you know, don't overload yourself. Take like a course or two, right? Well, be, you can because you for. said like the first two yeah. years is like redoing high school, right? So you, you just do that is. while you work and figure out your exactly. life. Exactly. So there's no reason to jump into some prestigious school get there and then you realize like crap i have an identity crisis i don't know where i'm going in my life and then have to redirect after you're already committed to doing something and you're partying and having a good time like you know for some people that's the route and i thought that it might be the route for me i didn't go to prestigious school or anything but i thought that was going to be the route and it was fun man don't get me wrong like it's fun but you know if you think about it you're paying a lot of money to go to high school and party <laughs> and <laughs> like, you know what you can do you can just be friends with everybody who's doing that and then go to all the parties anyways <laughs> yeah like your high school yeah totally dude it's dude that's a really valuable thing it's like you know you could just be friends with all your friends who want to do that and go visit them on occasion you know a weekend here at u of i if you're in illinois and then go to iowa and then indiana university and you can just hop around and although you may not be living there you can still have that experience but you don't have to invest all that thing and then yeah, it's 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 really powerful in a lot of things Brad said. And then the other thing I'm going to add to that is is sometimes college is important, but then other times I feel like when you learn stuff. So for instance, like accounting, I, I did all this stuff in accounting. And this is going to kind of like uh, rebuttal a little bit of what Brad talked about. But sometimes like these companies will like hire you as an entry level position in intention that they know you're a hard worker. So they're only looking at your values. They're only looking at who you are as a person because they know what you learned in college is not how it actually happens in their company. And they have to absolutely retrain you. So they're not actually yeah. looking that you have any specific skill sets derived from college. 
and they have to retrain you. So they just need to know that you're a good person to invest in. Right. And they're looking another, at you have the like, discipline to go through school. Like that's, exactly. that's basically so what there's it like comes down to. So many aspects to to play with there that it's like ooh. It really depends yeah, on what you're you, doing. It just depends what career you're doing, what you're wanting to do. Yeah. And the and what we're trying to say is like the dangerous part is you're going to college, you don't know what you want to do. And then you make a decision while you're already in college when you feel pressured and you make the decision that is not for you and now you feel stuck later in life. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's unsticking yourself from the fly trap. Proactively unsticking yourself. Yeah. And not being afraid of it. Like not being afraid of not being like, oh man, I'm going to waste two more years of my life to go and do this other stuff. Well, if those two other years of your life that are a waste, quote unquote, allow you to be more successful and happier is it really a waste no mm -hmm. it's not i mean if you think about it here most people don't really hit real success until their 40s or 50s right because it takes a long time for number one mm -hmm. you to realize what you're really good at what you actually then are really good at and like to do and then find your stride and start doing the things and then like when you actually start getting there like you're, if you're so young, even, even anybody in their forties and fifties and sixties, like think about how much time you have left to live. And then if you think about it in that regard, not how much time you've lived, but how much time you have left to live, like everybody is technically young, mm -hmm. you know, like if you're 40 and you're like, man, you know, I've done all this and I don't feel fulfilled and you plan to live to 80, dude, you have 40 years, I miss half your life but you have there, all this yeah. wisdom and experience that you can now guide yourself through in a different trajectory you don't have to like 20 of those years where you doing stuff that you're not even conscious of because you couldn't even take care of yourself because you were a child yep right like everybody has the potential to change at any point in their life i've changed many career paths brad's changed many career paths and both of us have kind of found something that we are you know more passionate about it aligns with us it aligns with how we want to live our life and structure our lives and you can keep doing that. And if at some point we're, we're not satisfied, we either find out how to maneuver the way around in the current situation we're in or, or you know, I, I think we used to and, and we've done it a couple of times where we would stop something. And I know for like and then we would kind of like restart something new. And now I've seen that instead of doing that, keep doing what you're doing and try to shift that momentum and energy and everything that you have in that business or whatever you're doing and try to just redirect it as opposed to quitting, restarting, because then you're starting from zero unless it's a complete career change that it can't translate at all. Like I'm, I'm doing my own business in construction. I want to be a doctor. Eh, you know, like you could maybe keep some of those people and say, Hey, like I'm going to go to be a doctor. Maybe I'll reach out to you in a couple of years. But at the same time, like that's a pretty drastic career change. Right. And I think so if you're not that drastic, just use pivoting as opposed to stopping and restarting. Yeah. And right. Billy went to college. I did not go to college. And I will say this, that if you do choose not to go to college, it's going to be a lot harder on you. Um, you have to be very good, like strong willed and you need to be a go getter and you need to be a damn hard worker because if you sit back with your feet up on the table and you just think life is going to come to you, it ain't going to happen. Like, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. Like you got to go out there and you got to know what you want to do and you need to execute it and, and have a plan to do it. It is possible to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish without a degree. Um, mm -hmm. unless you want to be a doctor, then it's not possible. Uh, right. <laughs> so like, so like, unless it's like something very specific like that, 
you can set your mind to it and you can accomplish it. It's going to be hard, but I will say this. It, in most situations, you're going to be on a very level playing field as somebody who does go and get a degree. Because you are going to have mm -hmm. the work experience, they're going to have the degree, and it's going to come down to your personalities and who can get it done. Most of the time when you put those head to head, there are certain cases where you're just going to get looked over. If you don't have a degree, it happens, but you just got to move on. Um, you know, so I think that it's one of those things where I'm not saying, mm -hmm. hey, don't just go to college, don't go to college because you can just be successful. It has to be for you and you have to pave your own path. I've been very lucky. I've been very, very, very lucky that I've been able to accomplish what I have without going to school. And I've almost gone back to school several times for stuff. But as I was going to do that, I had career path improvements to where like I didn't have to do it. So, um, you know, and yeah, and but you're also a hard worker. So you can look at it being lucky, but luck happens to those people that work really hard. Sure. And That's what, dude, this is just what it is. Like Michael Jordan didn't get lucky the hardest worker basketball player in the game mm -hmm. yes he was lucky that he was also 6'6 and athletic <laughs> but there's many 6'6 athletic guys that are not michael jordan right that's very true that's very true so yeah dude like i i fully believe in everything that you do and the reason why you're where you are is because you work really hard well and you're not afraid to be that go-getter and you're not afraid to take risks yeah. and Taking you know, you important. can operate. I think that this is another powerful thing when you are, when you're, when you're moving, right? Like, like when you're moving forward, you operate and something I've noticed in you is even if you're not hundred percent confident that it's going to work, you operate as if you are confident that it's going to work until it proves to you that you failed after you've done all your homework, which I think is a really powerful way to move forward because you might as well give it your all and try it out. And then if you fail, you're just like, oh, well, well, this didn't work. Uh, I'm not a failure. This idea didn't work properly, but I think I now understand how this next step is. It's like just taking that next step with confidence that you're gonna figure it out at some point or another. And even if you don't at that point, you still took a step. So you know what doesn't work. Now you can have this other option that you can keep stepping forward to and try the next one. Yeah, and I that the mindset behind that is just basically like if you don't have the confidence, then you're already setting yourself up for failure. It's as simple as that because you're going into something no matter what it is. And you're saying, okay, I'm going to try this. Well, my mom said it's not going to work. Well, my dog said it's not going to work. <laughs> my parrot said, it's, my goldfish told me it's not going to work, man. <laughs> man, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Am I doing this right? Oh man, yeah. I don't know. So now you just have these thoughts in your head 24 seven and you can't focus on actually doing what you want to do to, to be successful or accomplish the next step. So like you have to literally say, here's what I'm doing. Here's how I'm doing it. Here's why I'm doing it until it stops and breaks. You hold forward on that W key. Like you're playing a video game, running into combat. <laughs> Yeah, and then when you run into combat, man, somebody starts shooting at you. You just turn to the right and keep running. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. that's literally what happens exactly. in life. That thing's not working anymore at that speed. You turn to the right and you yep. try the next thing that looks like it's gonna make that thing work. And then I think I also want to point out 
that in this day and age, right, we've had a humongous boom, which we talked about in technology, how we were in the arena gaming and we were really trying to set ourselves up and not many people had done that type of uh, competitive video gaming that we could look at for guidance on how Mm -hmm. to work it. So we were kind of just going in that blind. But now the same thing has happened in education as well. I don't, I think it's a really powerful idea. Let's say we talk about marketing, right? To find somebody that is very successful in marketing, if that's marketing what you want to do, and then you go and take their information course because you already know that they're winning marketing. You don't know that your school that you're going to go into is a winning marketing school. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, if I go to an Ivy League school, like that degree is amazing. But if you want practical marketing experience, the most practical experience you could ever get is monitoring and, and mimicking somebody that's already succeeding in life. Well, perfect and example. These information Let's... things are much cheaper and much more focused. Use use your YouTube stuff for an example, right? If you went to let's say let's say you were going to go and do the, the YouTube stuff, and instead of making a channel, you said, "Oh, this college near me has mm-hmm. a six week course mm-hmm. on how Good to example. become." a professional YouTuber, I can tell you right now, you ain't gonna learn crap in that class because that person has probably never made a YouTube video, not a successful YouTuber, has made no money in YouTube, and has turned nobody into a successful YouTuber. So you're gonna go there and you're basically getting scammed. Like I'm gonna say that because- That's why looking at the people that do what you want and are successful, to Brad's point right now, as he's going to continue, like you already know that they know how to do it because they're doing it. Yes. So that's not always the case in the professors in college. They may not be doing it. They may be retired. They may have been a teacher their whole life. You may be getting medical advice from a nutrition class. And I'll give you this as an example. When I was trying to go to my master's degree, I needed to go back to school to get basic nutrition from uh, a college course. I needed to get organic chemistry and I needed to get an anatomy course. And my basic nutrition course that I took at a local community college, granted it was a prerequisite to get me into a program, was quite possibly the worst information I have ever heard on nutrition in my entire life. And this person was actually a practicing professional and they were recommending diet soda to diabetes people. And the, the, there's so many wrong things about that. But the fact that we're in a nutrition, basic nutrition course in college, and we're talking about drinking skim milk and having diet Coke is absolutely nothing to do with health. So the YouTube thing, like, right, you go and you take this class versus going and watching on YouTube a YouTuber that is yeah. saying, hey, if you're going to create a YouTube channel to be successful, here's the top 10 things you need to take in consideration or for streaming or whatever it is. Now, that person is clearly successful because you can tell by the numbers on their channels. You could tell by the number of views on the videos. You can tell by the comments. You can tell by all these things. Mm-hmm. There's living the proof evidence. on what it is. So then you can go and you can say, okay, I've watched these 10 videos that tell me all these things. Out of these 10 videos that say, here's the most important things, here's the five that align amongst all those videos. I'm going to go and do those five things. And now I want to go and make Pokemon videos. Here's the top five Pokemon YouTubers, and here's all the content they do. Now I'm going to go and write down what they're putting out every day, what times they're putting it out, how they're putting the content out. And now I'm going to go derive a schedule and type of content I can put out following these five tips from these other top YouTubers. Mm -hmm. Now you go and do that, you will be successful. 
is not that's a mind of an entrepreneur (laughs) (laughs) that 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 breakdown that brad just did in 45 to a minute i've never thought of this before besides right now i'll tell you that (laughs) but that 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 that's how brad thinks which blows me away a lot why i have such a high level of respect for brad because like that's literally how brad has been successful if you can just take what he just told you and do that in any aspect of life parenting schools jobs new career paths you just mimic the people that are successful you break down their psychology you see exactly what they're doing you look at their thumbnails you see their titles you see their descriptions you see their timing like the success is not a general lucky thing as brad mentioned it's not brad says he's lucky nothing what he just talked about is luck that is strategy that strategy is so valuable and will literally give you success in any career or any direction that you choose to go in your life, including buying a house, selling a house, buying a car, everything. You know exactly what you're doing. You've researched the market. You don't just jump into, th- imagine taking this. You're going to buy a car. You've never researched the car. You go to a dealership. You're met with an extremely adapt and professional salesperson that knows how to sell cars if you haven't done your research you're screwed you're buying their top end car that day and then you go out and you see the paper tomorrow that that exact same car if you didn't get the navigation because you can plug in your apple carplay down the street was five thousand dollars cheaper you lost yeah Dude, I love, that's a great example. I love talking back to car car salesmen and being like, yeah, well, I don't really need that, but you do. You need these, re- no, I really don't need that. Uh, <laughs> don't you got a model that's like 10 grand cheaper without this, this, and this? No, we don't have it. Well, I'm pretty sure you do. It says, it's. I'm pretty sure it exists. Um, but yeah, oh, I mean, you man. just gotta, it's, it's planning and, and stuff like that. And a lot of people, they wanna do stuff like immediately, right? Like one of the biggest things with humans is you want that instant gratification, right? That's why mm-hmm. there's microwaves. You want to put something in the microwave and you want it in 30 seconds. So mm-hmm. anything that takes longer than 30 seconds, you start questioning where to be successful and have that determination and do something successful. You have to do your research. You have to put a plan together and you have to be determined enough to follow through with that plan and not stop. Like you mm-hmm. have to do those three things. It is Until not going to be instant enough, gratification. Yeah. Until you go long enough where you're like, okay, this isn't working. And then before you say that the actual thing isn't working, you should check your thumbnails. You should say, am I promoting long enough? Like if we talk about YouTube, what you don't know is that I probably have been kicked out of 15 to 20 discords, Facebook chats, Facebook groups from promoting my content at an early stage. That's a Billy. That's that's 100% does not surprise me at all for Billy. And I'm not saying he's a gorilla marketer. Dude, gorilla, man. Like, I know that YouTube will not pick up content if you're not doing something outside of YouTube. If you don't have some type of base, like, sure, there's exceptions to that. But, like, in order to grow it really fast, which was what my goal was, I have to reach people personally that aren't gonna be YouTube algorithm recommended. Right. And so I understood that like, I can't, like sure, I would love for this to happen. I did see success in my videos actually early on, but I also had some people that were like local that were there and, and you know, like I just understood that I can't only rely on one system of promotion and I'm not gonna rely on an algorithm that nobody actually technically understands it. Everybody's guessing at it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Yeah, I mean, it's guerrilla it's marketing. It's go and put stuff in front of people's faces as much as you can. But how that goes back to like the whole college stuff is like, once you know what you wanna do, it's do your research, do your internships, 
you know, practice, do as much stuff as you can to fully understand what you're going to go into and what you want to do. And then when you know that, like you've got to go 110% into it. And once you're 110% into it, if it doesn't feel right, make a hard, make a hard turn, hard bank turn and figure out where that Mm -hmm. path, you know, takes you to, um, a lot of stuff will align with each other from one career path to another. It's just taking those building block steps to go from one to another. Yeah. So I think the conclusion of what we're trying to get at is just be proactive because I, I, I don't want anybody to get put into a situation where you invest in something and you're not fully adept in what you're investing in. And if you think about it, college is no different than buying a house. It's no different than buying a car. It's no different than investing in anything. So just be prepared, you know, research what you're actually going to do. Just be proactive. Everything that we've talked about today, if you use some of the strategies in every aspect of life and you're the most proactive that you can prematurely before you make that decision that Brad just said, go 110%, you've already researched the colleges, the careers, you've been in the internship, or you've found, uh, you know, some type of medical, like let's say advanced nutrition, you took Dr. Axe's course on how to help people with nutrition. And you've took Dr. Hyman, they're two high level uh, uh, functional medicine practitioners. And you know exactly what these people talk about and you understand the concept. And then you're like, this is definitely what I wanna do. And then you went and interned around the corner at a couple of nutrition practices and you saw what seeing patients on a day-to-day business day was like. And you're like, okay, this is definitely what I wanna do, 110%, right? That's when you yep. make that 110% decision. After you've done all your research, your homework, you've gathered the conclusions, before you go to the dealership not knowing what you want and the car salesman just robs you and how that because how that they're trying to make money to college is you're going to college to get a degree right and you don't know what you're coming out with it's the exact same thing you're going to college because you want to go and be a fan of whatever college it's going to you want to live that frat and sorority lifestyle you're going to go and get a piece of paper and then you get that piece of paper and you turn around and go, what actually is this? What was, what were those four years of my life? I don't even know. No different than buying a car and not knowing what you just bought. For sure. So we have faith in you guys. We believe in you. The reason we put out all these videos, it's not to interject our opinions. It's more of to interject the potential uh, to think a little bit different about what you're doing in your life and to find more peace, harmony, purpose, passion, and whatever that is for you, because there's different ways to think than I think that we've been trained to think through our society and to go through these systems and to end up in an end result that you may not have even been conscious that you were going to end up in. That's all I got, man. I could talk about this for a while, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, if you guys have any interesting stories on like whether you did go to school and then do a drastic career change, um, if you did or didn't get uh, what you got or didn't get out of college, if you didn't go to college and you're now, you know, successful or struggling or whatever it is, let us know. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, we always can talk about and stuff like that and give more insight and advice on just from our past experiences. We have two pretty drastic different paths that we've taken and we've, you know, they've intertwined and and ended in a similar um, route to moving forward mm-hmm. to our final careers. So it's, it's very cool how, how stuff can come full circle. So yeah, let us know kind of what you guys have experienced and stuff. And if this was helpful, that's all I got. Absolutely. Thanks for watching right, and listening. Yo, appreciate you guys for being here. 
We are going to see you guys out next week on the podcast. And thanks for tuning in.